building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good morning and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. I am so lucky that I know so many people that are just freaking genius at growing their personal brands. And I've met most of these people both from hosting this show and from running my own personal brand. Actually, we talked a few weeks ago about the benefits of having a podcast, and this is definitely one of them that I've gotten to meet so many freaking awesome people. So today, instead of a traditional guest episode, I am rounding up all of the best advice from six guests that have appeared on The Art of Entrepreneurship on how to grow a personal brand. So buckle up for some amazing lessons. First up is Jason Vanna. You may know him as the brand strategy guy on LinkedIn, and he is here talking about the importance of having a strong brand strategy for both your business and your personal brand. This is what a brand strategy really does. If you have this in place, marketing is easier, sales is easier, customer service is easier, uh, even understanding your product and what features you should you should implement and what services you should offer. All of that is a brand strategy. People aren't going to, on your attribution form, be like, well, I learned about you because of your brand strategy. <laughs> you know, like really, no one does that, but... Yeah. When you start looking at what did our brand strategy tell us to do? It told us to be on LinkedIn. It told us to run some ads here. It told us that these were the people we're going after. So you can track brand awareness and see like, are people coming to us first? Because they're finding us in other areas. Like they're finding us on a podcast, in our content. They're hearing about us word of mouth. Typically, Word of mouth, like when people say word of mouth, really what they're referring to is you've built a solid brand. Mm -hmm. People know you, they trust you well enough to say, hey, this is the company you need to work with. Word of mouth, marketing is really not marketing. It's more of a branding tactic. Yeah, absolutely. Next is Leah Turner here talking about the biggest mistake that people make on social media when they are building a personal brand. The one that bugs me the most is that people don't bother to fill in their profiles properly because it doesn't matter what you do on LinkedIn. You could be, you could be creating the best posts ever or the most interesting comments, but if your profile lets you down, like your content and your comments, the whole point is to get people onto your profile. So if people get to your profile and it's written like a CV or in the third person about a job you were in four years ago, um, it's just a massive waste of time. There are so many features that should be used on the profile that people aren't using and they're adding them all the time. It's getting better and better. So I think that's probably one of my, my biggest pet hates. Third, please welcome Justin Walsh. He will be covering three steps to build momentum in your personal brand. This snippet was actually about using your personal brand to launch courses, but it really applies here because all of his lessons are really strong takeaways. And hey, if you have ever opened Twitter, LinkedIn, you probably have seen his content. 
I think a lot of it has to do with building momentum. So momentum comes from like people's following and interest in what you talk about. And so I think the first thing is if you want to grow a, a following of people who are interested in what you produce, first thing you have to do is be very specific. And so like step one, be specific. And what I mean by that is I go on social media and people are like, I'm a leadership coach. And today I'm talking about leadership. And then tomorrow it's like, it's my son's birthday. And then Wednesday it's like, you know, I applied for this job and didn't get it. And then Thursday is like, this is my favorite kind of food. And Friday I'm traveling. And it's like, those are missed opportunities. Like when I go on social media, if you're talking about marketing, I want to hear you talk about marketing every day. I want to learn something new. I want to be informed, educated, entertained, and people don't do that. So step one is like generating momentum and staying really, really consistent. Mm -hmm. I think step two is giving people a behind the scenes look. So whenever I launch my courses, I always pre-sell. I, I usually sell a lot of courses before the course has a title or a, it's even step one is even built. So it's like, number two is just validate that people will actually buy what you want. And I like to do that by like really talking about the same topic nonstop until I launch the course. So for example, before I launched the LinkedIn operating system, like all I did nonstop for 60 days was tell people why LinkedIn is such a great place to be and why it's so important. So kind of like priming, right? That, that sort of uh, audience to get ready to buy something that's related to that thing. And then I think like, cause some FOMO, cause a little you know, fear of missing out. So big discount, small window, uh, I think makes people really want to get in and make an impulse buy. I'm not a masterclass guy. I don't charge $1,400. I make my products impulse buys. So it's like, you might want to buy it, bought it, right? Bought it right on the spot. And I like to price things that people can make quick decisions. And then I use those discounts to drive urgency and to drive FOMO. And then I think the last thing is to pull the curtains back and share what you're building. So I like to build in public. I like to share as the slides are being built. I like to share sneak previews of the, uh, you know, the presentation. I like to share the numbers. I like to really... I like people to, to feel like they're on a journey. And I think the more that they feel like they're on a journey with you, the more trust you build, the more that they're attached to you as a person, and the more likely they are to say, what the hell, this thing's only $99. Why don't I go ahead and, and support this guy just because I like, I like watching what he's building. Next is Daniel Murray from the Marketing Millennials, who I just saw is appearing on the main stage at the Inbound Conference this year, which is freaking awesome. He is going to give us an interesting way to think about how you create content and the content that you share. It's something that I had never thought about before he shared it on this podcast. Like I think about thinking of it as a group chat with my marketing friends is if I'm sharing this meme and I'm excited to share this meme, there's probably some people in my audience who are, feel the exact same way as me that want to go share that meme with a bunch of other people. So I think a lot of companies forget what they're like in their personal life. Their personal life, they are sharing memes with their friends, family. They're sharing TikToks with their friends, family. They're sharing YouTube videos with their friends, family. They're not sharing infographics with their friends and family. They're not sharing webinars with their <laughs> friends or family. They're not sharing, hey, this person got hired unless that, that it was their person's friend. Yeah. of that person so you have to think what are you what is your goal of that social person if you're trying to be just a place for people to stumble upon and get some information and then leave and not follow then you can create a page that has that type of information where hey we're hiring this or we're culture fit or blah 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 but if you're trying to create a grow a following or get things that shared or get things that people want to be excited to follow, you have to do things that 
are for them, that's relevant to them, that what they would share, what makes them smarter or better at their job or gives them a laugh. One thing that I mentality I've gotten, someone said this to me and I've kept this for a couple, a year or so now, is someone said, the marketing millennials is a good break in the LinkedIn feed. So my whole thing mentality is like, if I can give a marketer a break from all the noise on LinkedIn and it just gives them a laugh during their hard work day or something like that, then I've succeeded on the company page. Next up is Quentin Allums, the guy you've heard me talk about many times. I call him the godfather of LinkedIn, which is such a dorky name, but he has started me on many different platforms and he is the guy behind the personal brand for many creators. He is going to talk about testing and treating your personal brand like a formula or a math problem. Yeah, I would say document and show your work. I don't mean it in the way that like, hey, let me document my life. I would say more like if you were to, if you were given a math problem, um, and of course apply this to your field, but you're given a math problem, you need to show how you got to the answer. And if you do that, and let's apply it to content for a moment, hey, can I grow a million followers in 30 days? If I document everything that I did, the failures, the positives, like all of it to get to the million followers, I'd be able to replicate, I'd be able to create case studies, I'd be able to sell an ebook, whatever I wanted to do, because I documented all those things. So I would just say document everything, the failures, the wins, all of it. And I think you're going to be so much more successful because of that. You think you'll publish your failure notebook someday? Yeah, yeah. I might have to like rewrite it though, because my handwriting is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love it. Last up is Taz Ahmad Fateh, the Robin Hood of LinkedIn, and he is our closing speaker talking about the three core mentalities that you absolutely must have when you're building a personal brand. The one that I always tell everyone is to give more than you take. Um, and, and conveniently, you end up taking more because people just love giving back, which is a surprise. But once you actually do give, people give back as well. So the first is give more than you take and you'll be surprised. The second is have a spine because not a lot of people do. This is, again, this is why I was intrigued by what you were saying as well because it showed some sort of a spine. It showed that, look, I stand for this. I did this. You know, this is my experience. So second is have a spine. And third is don't worry about what others think. So these are like the three things that form the basis of the core of anything I would do. And there's 500 million strategies and stuff like that. All right. That is the roundup. We talked about the importance of strategy, the biggest mistake that people made, how to build momentum, how to think about the content that you share, testing and treating your brand like a formula, and the mentalities that you must have or develop. I hope you got value out of this episode today, especially if you are thinking about or building a personal brand to help grow your business. Please share this with just one person that you think will also get value out of this episode, and I'll talk to you next time. 